This is X Dumpster, Dumpster number three, Robocop, <laughs> with guest Sean Dementia. <laughs> and Robocop. And Robocop. Robocop. Guest starring. A very realistic Robocop. He's got some weight to him, dude. Feel Like he's all metal. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That is way heavier than I thought it would Yeah, be. totally. That's dude. substantial. That's that's could he have more obvious weak points on his ankles, though? <laughs> like, 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 that's where you want to shoot. His like, Achilles literally heel. And, a, and figuratively yeah. an Achilles heel. Yeah. Or just like rope him up around there. Yeah. Fuck Robocop, you gotta step it up. Yeah, I can take the. Oh, I forgot. Fuck. There's a secret. Is there a cod piece? Door. Dude, like one a of beach, his legs. A beach outfit. I can't remember where. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking of him oh, skiing too. Like a sled <laughs> Boom. skis too. His thigh was up. Spare, oh uh, spare pistol in there. Oh. Where does he keep his condoms? <laughs> <laughs> Playing with the video synth. Greg's circuit and video mixer. Yeah, can't you see it? You guys can almost imagine what this looks like. Yeah, it's it's fucking hypnotic, dude. I'll, I'll patch that up while I'm patching stuff and just start like malting things into it so that it's being like hit with the sounds. Have you played with any of the L is it LVX? Yeah, yeah. I have not. Um, one of my friends, her and I hang out and I make music and she play, brings over her modular video stuff and it's fucking amazing. Oh, nice. cool. Super cool and really a lot of fun to play because you can just get in those in between frequencies, video frequencies. It's really beautiful. And I have a projector in my room, so I just project it all over the giant wall. It's, mm. it's amazing to watch. Yeah, I do not have any of um, that stuff yet. This is my first entry into video synthesis. I just got the, the Ming Mecha system and a circuit bent uh, Panasonic mixer from BPMC that I just run it into. Very distracting. <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, it, it'll just pull you in, man. It's, it's hypnotic. It's like a mirror yeah. of my brain activity right now. <laughs> The Klingon symbol? That little thing in there or something? That's the sprite doing something. That show last night was fun. Should just mention that. It would be it would be wrong to not mention the show. Yeah, I think yeah. I think really, Dave should mention. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to no, that, that was your baby dude. It seemed to go well. I was stoked on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I want to say. Close that chapter. Alright. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, it's always cool to see people I've seen play for 10 years, like, continually push it. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of people do not continually push what they do. Right. It was awesome to see Pete get crazy for yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. Break some Brought shit. the BCR out and played some 280 BPM. Yeah. Crazy shit. I wish he did more of that. Like, I could have listened to that for another hour at yeah. least. You know yeah. I mean? it's like, so let's talk about good things this year. Only fucking good things. Or shitty modules. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... We'll get to the shitty shit. Let's, say, let's do the, the positive stuff positive. for it. Yeah. We're on a positive note talking about the show. Fair a enough. A lot yeah. of us, I think, we're using new shit in the show. Yeah. Like I was playing for, before the show, I managed to work in the Trash Master and the Sync Iter, Iter, however the hell you pronounce it. Powerful combination of noise and shit. How were you, uh, you using it? Basically, just wanted it to be a noise box in my module. You know mm. what I mean? And it worked. I have the, the little light plane controller strip in there that I was using to control the pitch on the sink and then I was manually tweaking the settings on the trash master and every once in a while I'd manually tweak the like fold and the morph yeah. on the sink and just a lot of tweakability I got a Dave question too I want to make you talk as much as possible oh not, no alright yeah. I just I just want to know how you manage your patches live do you do like little ones that I'm just curious, like, how people deal with that. I think I get a sense of how Greg deals with it a little, but um, you get a lot of variety, so I don't know if you have, like, little blocks that you play with or if it's, like, one 
It's it's mostly little blocks, and then I use the planer to sort of like that's the main thing. Is oh, that's like true. going through the different things, and so like uh, I try to make stuff that works well if it's totally in, you know, just using just one of the four uh, channels, yeah. or blends well with other things. And I don't really do too much once I get the oscillator set and filter. Just fucking with filters and like cut off how much CV, like if I have CV going to it, like how much CV the amount going into it, uh, especially on the Wasp. Hmm. If I crank that up, that's when you start getting like really like tw- like tweaky sort of sounds that I'm looking for. And all your beats were RM RM one X. I had the S one and the RM one X. Oh, okay. A vampire should never touch anything on that shelf. It's like a lot of a lot of quartz. I'm seeing quartz. I'm seeing gemstones. I bet if you swallowed it, you would gain an ability until it exited. <laughs> I would become immortal. I'm pretty sure. It's like temporary immortality. Yeah, which is not, which is kind of what we have already have. Mm. I forget what the Touché. crystal is. That was deep. That was a deep cut. That was deep. That's as deep as we're getting. Wait, do we have any questions for Sean? We're gonna really grill him. Um, we should grill him about something. Not about music right there. I wanted to ask: Are you sequencing your modular with the R1X? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you use yeah. a MIDI delay in that thing to go into all that stuff? Um, like I, I, that's like one of the best things with the R1X. Yeah. Like that. Um, I do, but. I was wondering how that would affect the modular. It works well with it. It doesn't work as well as I want. Um, It may just be the limitation of the the MIDI to CV that I have. I've actually been looking into something that would do handle it a little bit more gracefully or do something cool with it. Oh, or it may just be the way that I'm using like it. Yarns, maybe. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that would. Uh, I think that would open that like that combination, and yeah. th- that would be a great bridge between between the two because yeah. it is. That's the best thing about the arm one X, and if you can't use it to its full capability, yeah. not gonna get as much out of it. It's like uh, another thing why I don't see why a lot of other devices don't have MIDI delays built in. Yeah, the MIDI box is the only other one that I know of. I yeah. think, and you can even like pitch the delay like the MIDI too, like oh. over time, which creates like all these arpeggiated like wow. sequences. Oh, wow. It's sweet. That's Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I love that thing. Have you been using that and singing that up to the modular stuff? Oh hell yeah! And it does it well. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your, what a uh, mini to CD uh, interface? Kilpatrick oh, okay. K sixteen hundred. Yeah, those are sweet, and you can get them for like they used to be like four hundred bucks, but I got mine for like two hundred. Oh, like wow. you can get them used for not much because oh. it's just their sexier mini to CV interfaces, but it's got like fucking two CV outs, like four triggers and four gates or something. Oh, nice. It's like ridiculous. How do you actually set the the channels? Is it just like oh, it'll learn. Like, it's got like a learn it's switch. Learn. You okay, switch cool. it up, like hit a note type thing, and there you go. Yeah, the one I have is just basically like the first note it gets. That's the channel it's going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you doing live sequencing? Is that is that part of what you got going on with the Octatrack live? Um, and sure? most of it's pre-programmed. I leave room to change things on the fly. Cool. Not, yeah. Right on. I like to give it a little bit of a live feel, yeah, as, as possible, <laughs> so I can entertain myself too mm-hmm. up there. It seems like you were doing a lot of changes uh, on the rhythm. Yeah. With like the the, the different pads and stuff. Yeah. It seemed like you're playing. Popping things in and out really quickly. So. Do you load up like different projects when you're playing on the rhythm, or you just keep one like project? I have a lot of pro- projects. That, like, I mean, I have. I mean, Octatrack has I have 16 songs. Mm-hmm. I just have to change out the rhythm like halfway through the set or something oh, like that yeah. because it only takes eight, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have 16 songs always at like my fingertips, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's. Um, but I sort of, I, I set things up. Some things I, I have a lot of CC controls about a stuff, but then I leave a lot of stuff open so I can actually play live too. Right. Because it's hard to have your hands everywhere at the same time. Yeah. Trying to get things so yeah. automate some things, but leave a lot of room for for me to play with other stuff. Like we were saying about two drum machines, you know, using 
too live can be like kind of tricky if you've yeah. already got a sequencer and since you're trying to manage yeah. like creates yeah. a split in my brain and I kind of like to keep it to one if possible mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. make yeah. some loops or something. I've been going back and forth with Octotrack and Rhythm a lot and I'm just like mm-hmm. switching my hands back and forth whatnot because I, I set everything up just so I can go in and out of so many different ways and patterns in between all that so, yeah. so it, can, it, it can never be the same twice. And the virus, how's that? How do you work into that? Do you play that live at all, like through the octa? Or I mean, I record my patterns sequences? into there, and then I just go in and tweak a lot of the settings and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. that's all I would do. The filters and FM stuff in there are the most, and then some some of the LFOs as well. Nice. Um, again, some some things are pre CC control, and and then I leave just like a few things like pads or some other stuff I can manipulate as I go. Nice. And whatnot, and adding effects as I go as well. So. It's kind of like what I try to do with the modular, I guess. It's like mostly, you know, for the synth stuff and, you know, noisier stuff and some processing. Like, I was going to try to do, like, beat programming with the modular this time around. I just, like you said, it was just too much. You know, yeah, yeah, I had yeah, too yeah. much going on. Like, I had that, I had the rhythm, and I had the taras, and I was like, this is just all over the fucking place. Like, I need to sh- streamline this down a bit. How many dimensions can you dive into and yeah. still be sane yeah. <laughs> at the same time? Yeah, because I figured out, like, I really fucking love like jamming on the rhythm like live oh, yeah. you know what I mean but like yeah. I feel like when I do that it, the set just needs to be that you know right. what I mean yeah, that's all so yeah. Yeah. I figured yeah. out that like I now I have like two ways to perform live I guess you know what I mean one is like rhythm slash modular with the modular doing percussive shit with it or modular doing synthy stuff and noise and the Taraz handling most of the beats you know it's like one or the other I, I couldn't figure out a way to do both and make it work so yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a good segue for uh, you, you if you play three shows in as many days uh, with a Tarazz how are you feeling it I like it you know I had some buyer's remorse when I first got it because it just seemed like so simple of a yeah. device and an expensive device you know and it was like all pretty and rainbow colors and shit and I was like eh it's probably isn't going to work out for me I felt like it was going to be too DJ-ish you know what I mean yeah. Yeah, yeah. but um I updated to the latest firmware that added a lot of shit that I really dug. Like that implemented the LFOs, mm. uh, shit ton more effects, master effects, um, more functionality with the MIDI, just like a whole bunch of shit. Like it still doesn't feel complete. It's there enough, you know what I mean, yeah. where I can use it live now and have fun with it. I like it a lot. Like I dumped all kinds of shit into there uh, loops from the modular, stuff from the rhythm. Uh, chunks from tracks that are on the record like basically so I could remix that shit live you know which is what I was trying to do do you record into it or you dump no I just don't I I, I put everything into a folder and then you can connect it right to the computer via USB it sees it as a drive you just toss all that shit in there yeah yeah, you can do it in seconds you can even do it with a USB stick it'll take it on the top of it like you just so it's simple like Dr. Track yeah, yeah. But the rhythm's a pain in the ass to get all the sounds oh, in it. It drives me yes, crazy. Yeah. And you can't get them back out, Electron. Like, <laughs> yeah. you cannot take them. They're like, oh, you better have all those samples. And I'm like, dude, I'm sloppy. I just throw stuff. Like, yeah. hear a sound, I put it on the pad. Yeah. You know? yeah. One thing I also like about the Octa Track is if you got all these samples in there and then you realize you can put a little setting in there of, and like, have them get rid of all the samples you're not using in a, in a oh, song. Yeah, yeah. I wish they did that in the, the rhythm. Cause yeah. there's, I, I can't remember every little sound yeah. I use everywhere and I, I'm sure there's a lot of them I don't use in yeah. all, all my I've songs. I've gone through every pattern and looked at every sample being used and it took me like an hour and it made me mad. I don't want to do that. I like no, the Octatrack did it. Octatrack, Octatrack, <laughs> just, just you click on that thing and it erases all the uh, samples you're not using. It's amazing. That is something uh, computers and electronics are good at. Yeah. Making a human do it is pretty silly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm lazy. 
It's very cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I spend time doing that. Yeah, basically it puts it into drive mode. Like there's an option in settings. You hook it up USB, enter drive mode, and then the computer just sees that you can take whatever you need off of it, put whatever onto it, you know what I mean? And then you just exit drive mode and it's just there. You can browse. It's just like battery. Do you know what I mean? Like you select a track, you browse through your folder structure, you put whatever audio file you want on whatever track. And it's super, super quick. Can you tag stuff on there with like names? Be like, this is a pad. You did it with colors, I saw. Yeah, yeah. I I was trying to organize shit with color. No, you cannot add tags or anything just yet. So whatever the file is named is what you get. So like I came up with a little system. Like I put like BPM, you know, of the Mm -hmm. sound dash, like whatever song it's related to. And then like dash one or dash two or whatever. So I was doing shit like, you know, 146 dash pad one you know just stupid shit like that to yeah. reference it because you can see it on the screen which is nice you know what i mean like that's one thing i really like about it is the big ass fucking screens so you actually organize things i try like that helps I <laughs> my shit's a fucking mess none of the words go with what the sample actually makes sounds like i just way. make up something like mm-hmm. and just dot wave yeah i get real <laughs> yep. i get real ocd with that shit and that's i, I need to yes i need to, I need to too <laughs> But I have like a few machines where you can like tag stuff and I almost never use it because it's not like I'm just going to make it generally or like I know what I have. I'm not going to be like, oh, pads, let me scroll through the, you know, congos or some shit. (laughs) Well, then you get to pad one, pad two, pad pad 23, pad 36. It's like, okay. Pad 23 is a good one. It usually works out for me. Then you feel silly like trying to describe the pads. Yeah. And then it's just like, like a squiggle ocean. Like, okay, this this is not going to make sense. And it's always what move you're in when you're actually editing the sample, which doesn't make sense later on. You're like, what the hell is I thinking when I describe that? Yeah, it's as far as organizing shit on there goes. It's I'm like you said, I'm doing it all by color right now. Mm. You can color the tracks whatever you want, and so I came up with a system to like colorize what what I could combo into like tracks that would combo well, tracks that are meant to loop, and tracks that are just meant to be one shots. But you can't color the scenes or the patterns yet. Like it's just it automatically assigns a color to it, which is really fucking frustrating. Yeah. So like what I was doing was leaving empty patterns in between like the songs oh. you know and just right. so I had like yeah. a visual reference but uh, if, if they add that option to colorize that that would be extremely helpful mm-hmm. I like that coloration option it'd be cool because I mean with Dr. Track it'd be something nice with something like that because oh, yeah. I have different samples that would need a color in this one like so I know what I'm actually pushing buttons because I have no idea I have so exactly. many, I use so many sounds that I would I just have to wing it every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would totally fuck that up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. Like, I'd just, uh, yeah. if I don't have visual references, I just lose my place. But Yeah, I, so, do, I do it often. I just, you just make <laughs> just the mistake twice. Yeah. Make the mistake twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I made a couple you mistakes last night. People have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Especially if you have a delay on things. Yeah. <laughs> I love that accent. <laughs> yeah. It has a similar button things, like on the TR8s. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I was noticing, too. They feel, well, yeah, like identical <laughs> to TRAs as bottom ones. This, yeah. That brings me to a minor complaint, actually. Some of the ones on the end are a little not too responsive, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of sucks. Are they meant to be played? What, what are those buttons? No, I mean, you hit them to change scenes and change patterns, oh, okay. which is how I play it. I didn't use the arranger mode at all because it's too limited, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of frustrating, and you cannot set up pattern chaining. So you have to do it manually, yeah. which is what I was trying to do last night. Like I. You know, I was trying to be on beat, switching patterns manually, punching shit in, 
And the buttons all the way on the left and all the way on the right are kind of like, uh, I don't want to say sticky, but like not that responsive, you know what I mean? And that's right. kind of frustrating as yeah. hell. I don't know if that's a design flaw or if maybe I just need to break it in more or something, but uh, yeah. that was a little frustrating. Do you like a step edit, like all your patterns in there? Do you like tap them in or? How do you like make stuff on there generally? Right now, I'm using it mainly like you would Ableton Live. Oh, okay, that's right. You're just yeah, loops, loops, and, gotcha. and then I layer the loops. Yeah, so pretty much almost everything starts on the one or like the third. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and then it loops for sixty-four steps or whatever. Like, what I was doing was dropping shit in there at the tempo it's meant to be, disabling time stretching, and then setting the tempo, the master tempo, to half that. That way, I can okay. get more time out of it because there is some time restrictions on that thing like you can't have more than like i think it's a 30 second long sample mm. or anything longer than your 64 step so like to be able to do longer stuff and and within a scene and like be able to transition and so have th some things going in the background f to the next pattern i would like <laughs> expand it like that robocop is threatening me you can give me the little side eye. So I, uh, <laughs> That's kind of what I'm hoping that the Bitbox will let me do. Like play it's longer samples that I can have alongside stuff. Like Bitbox seems to have no restriction. Like I was reading into right. it after you told me about it, and like you can record up to four fucking hours on yeah. it or something. I was like, like okay. 24, 48 or something. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Like I was looking at the functionality of it. It seems a lot like the Taraz in modular form, you know, mm -hmm. and it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I want to see yeah. how it works, you know? But it looks like the same deal, man. Like, you know, you tap a pad, you assign it a sample, you can play it with the screen or whatever, you can trigger it. Mm -hmm. Can you have cool. really long samples in that? Does it handle it yeah. really well? In the bit box, right yeah. In the Taraz, no. Taraz, Taraz, okay. Yeah. So it's like Doctor Track a little bit, too? Yeah. Well, Doctor Track handles that shit better than really? this. Yeah. I haven't actually dumped it really long. Have y'all done Yeah, I don't generally either. DJ your own songs? I think I've never no. done it. I know people who did, and like, it just... I don't know. If you change the BPM at all, then you're time stretching everything, and it's not the greatest time stretching. Like it can be good, but yeah. I don't know if I want a full track coming out. I was interested in just going traveling with that, and just dumping some songs of everyone, just DJ my songs. But yeah, I'd, if you would keep like patterns with BPMs or something associated, and just like have your tracks the way you want, like I could see that working. Do you, do you use it in the flex mode or the other mode? There's two modes. Oh, the you static. Static mode. You yeah. have the static mode, right? Yeah. Which I never use. Okay. Yeah, I, I usually use oh, the flex. flex yeah. Well, What's the difference too? Yeah, what is it? Well, I think I thought the static, the static oh, pulls right from the CF card. Yeah, which yeah. is better for the longer samples. Yeah, and yeah. you can not, uh, like, um, if you do start point modulation on the static ones, it will not be able to catch up on the CF card. But if you have it in memory, you can just go nuts and do, like, you know, okay. crazy, yeah. like, so uh, like if you're sample windowing. You want it in static. Yes. Gotcha. Or flex. Or flex. static okay. will be the one where the CF card can't keep oh, okay. up. Okay, okay, I got you. I'm already going to fucking buy one again. I know it. Just wait, they're coming out with the third one, or second one, not third one. Yeah. We need to get to the second one before we get to the third one. Yeah. But I mean, they better come out oh, with the second better. one. I can't even keep them in stock. Like, so many people use them. Yeah. Cool to bolster those effects up a bit. Yeah, seriously. I could see a little more generous screen on that, too. Yeah. You know, it, it works, it does the trick, but that's, that's really screen on that nice. One. That's, yeah, that was really nice. How's, yeah. the, uh, how's the touch screen working out uh, live? Uh, I mean,. I didn't have any problems with it, but I'm trying to avoid touching it too much also. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I could kind of just turn that thing off. The reason why I was touching it during live performance was to get into different effects modes mm -hmm. and to change the tempo. Because there's no, like, tempo button. Hit the tempo mm -hmm. on the screen and adjust it with the jog wheel, mm -hmm. which is kind of annoying. 
Looks like they're putting a looper in there or something. Yeah, so I don't. Some more effects, but yeah. Yeah. Do you ever use that pickup machines in the Octatrack? I have not. I've never, I've never used. There's them. a lot of things I never use on that. Yeah. Like what is it? Stuck in. It's like a looper, like a true, like almost guitar style, like overdubbing looper thing. Oh, I think it's easier to just do it with the triggers and like yeah. record and stuff that way. Have you yeah. done much recording straight in live and adding it in as your sequence? Mm -hmm. I have, I have, Ryan and I have been trying to do a lot of that stuff and it's been fa failing miserably. Yeah, latency is a nightmare, of Cause, course. Because we're, like, we're sequencing like the modular stuff that we have to dump back, like record it straight into the Octatrack to sequence it right away has been a pain in the ass. And it just uh, recording live has been difficult for me. And, and Ryan, if Ryan can't figure it out, we. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> I'm fucked. So if you can't figure it out. Yeah. Should we explain to the listeners who, were, who you're referencing? Oh, Ryan's an Opticon. Shout out to the Opticon. Yeah. Sitting off the gynecologist. Why, why is he not out here right now? But yeah, that, the Octatrag is just always too complex for me. Like you said, if Ryan can't figure it out, then I have to Just recording hope. live. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just the recording live. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got the basics of it down when I had one, but I felt like there was so much in there that I didn't understand or yeah. would use. It was like, then why the fuck do I own this thing? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. It took me like a, when I moved over from the RM, R, R, R7000 R1X mm. days to the Octatrack, it took me over a year to figure out that damn sequencer. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it totally different. Year. And I was just angry and I just would put it away until Matt Schultz mm. um, split horizon one day. He was like, no, here's what you're doing. And then it all of a sudden worked for me. Yeah. It's all about the parts. If you yeah. don't like, remember to save your parts and switch your parts because it won't. You like... have to save the parts and then you save the patterns and then you save the, yep. the project. It's like pushing all these buttons just to save the damn thing. Yeah, dude. Thing. Yeah. The rhythm's but, the same way it drives me fucking nuts i lost a lot of oh, i gotta save the kit that, yeah. before you save the things otherwise kit, i kept going i was like pattern. my kit's all fucked up right yeah. it's always nice to turn it back on the next day i want to hear the, oh it's all, <laughs> it's all wrong no you have to you, i have a total method i have, i always do these over and over again saving it's one of those things you know it's all muscle memory at that point yeah. it's just like bleh. and i know yeah. that's something that like people on electronauts forum has been bitching about forever too yeah. like oh, yeah. why can't we just have like a save all function in there yeah. you know yeah. like I know I lost a lot of shit last time I was fucking around with rhythm because I forgot to do that. And I can't see where my kit and pattern buttons are now because I tried to dust mine off and apparently the paint on those panels are really shitty. Because <laughs> <laughs> I clean everything with a little bit of rubbing alcohol, dude. Like cotton swab, rubbing alcohol. That's why I clean like all my electronics. Wait, on your rhythm? Yeah. I also, really I also want to just say it was finally amazing to see Speaking and play on the Octatrack. Like I oh, was, yeah. yeah. And Octatrack, like I have... Don't even understand. He's an track god, dude. Yeah. yeah. I want to see a show with him and Basic play together. Oh, yeah. You've all been to a show? Oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the alcohol wow. just literally It's like your makeup just got smeared. Yeah. Yeah. Like a rough yeah. night out. <laughs> and, and according to Electron Support, that shouldn't happen if you clean it with rubbing alcohol. I'm like, that's, well, it did happen. That's not actually support. <laughs> just telling you yeah. something yeah. shouldn't happen like, oh. after it did. Have you updated <laughs> this thing? Uh, yeah. This thing does so much crazy shit. No, Ryan, I don't even do it, touch all the stuff. Ryan does it when we do our montage stuff. Oh, yeah, the nth triggers. All the like, weird fucking... Love that shit. There's so yeah. many crazy things it does, and I'm just like, I can't remember all that. Yeah, that update... Because you had told me that it was coming. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the reasons that finally led me to buy the rhythm. Because, like, I, uh, LXR had that shit, and I liked that a lot. And, uh... Everything in the rhythm was appealing to me, but the sequencer seemed lacking to me to be able to do that type of probabilistic shit. Mm -hmm. And when you told me that it was probably coming down the line, I was like, fuck it. And I pulled the trigger and updated it as soon as it came out, man. But it's the shit. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, again, like, I don't even touch it because I try to keep everything as simple. I'm trying not to overcomplicate certain things mm -hmm. in my sets because it's hard when you're doing everything to remember. Oh, this one goes in more of the submenu, pushing the other button, turn this, do that. I'm like, yeah. I can't fucking remember all that. Yeah, I can't fucking have all these notes. 
I've been trying to get away from being confined by notes. This thing here, dude, it's, it's essentially eight channels of rhythm style sequence. That thing up there, the variegate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that thing amazing. looks neat. Yeah, it's it's all probability sequencing. You know what I mean? Just like with the rhythm. You can't do like the trick conditions like, you know, if this one triggers, this one doesn't type shit. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, you got the probability, repeat, all this shit per step. And it's it's pretty nice. And you get eight fucking channels of it. Well, I've been staying away from getting a sequencer in my mod, mod set up. I don't know why I've been stubborn about that, but just because I sequence everything with the Octatrack. Yeah, I mean... Um, but part of me wants it to be standalone a little bit to do some other stuff as well. But, I mean, even the Yarns does that, doesn't it? I mean, it's got like a sequencer. Mm -hmm. yeah, they got, I just started trying to learn that last week. Um, Isn't it kind of... I had Yarns for a minute, but I for, didn't use the sequencer, but wasn't it like kind of... SH-101 style, yep. like, you know, yep. okay. I think it's like eight steps. Yeah, I, I mean, I love my <coughs> SH-101. I sequence on that a lot. It's my favorite. I was when I had mine. Yeah, so good. I, I fucking loved that thing. Yeah, when I triggered with my 606, triggering all that stuff. Or no, the, 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 the clock mm. of the 606 has that out from the high tom or low tom or whatever. <laughs> Playing, playing the sequences from the SH-101. You can kind of do that with the rhythm, though. It has that, uh, what is it? It's just called, like, the trigger machine or whatever. Oh, yeah, the impulse. Impulse uh, machine, yeah. yeah. Huh. So you can essentially send gates out of the outputs there, and it'll trigger. Oh, I saw that you were doing that, right? I saw you post something about doing it that method. I yeah, I, I, I did do it for a minute, and I was clocking with, like, the the rim shot in there, too. Like, I had a rim shot sam sample on one of the channels, and I was clocking. But ever since the latest update... Like even if I take a channel out of the the main mix and I'm trying to just use like, the, you know, the individual outs, if you know they're like kind of paired, the individual yeah. outs. If you if there's anything going on on that, that'll come out the individual out too. Oh yeah, it's that's the like weird a fundamental thing. flaw because it's like one analog voice. So there are things where like oh <clears> this one thing will bleed in there. The cowbell used to bleed forever. Like yeah, it was, if you hit this pad, you would hear the fucking cowbell if you had a reverb on because right. it's reverbing that too. And uh, I think they did fix it, but there's still some. Need. We're working it out. Like in a beta, maybe, or, or do you, I think there's a fix now. I think it's fixed now. Because I think I was still having the issue last I tried, and I just kind of gave up on individual outs for the moment mm -hmm. to to sequence and clock shit because it was just pissing me off. It'd be but, nice if this thing had more LFOs. Yeah, that is sounds what yeah, you just get one. About. It's like oh. Well, even at least you can track point one tracks LFO to another. Yeah, yeah. Octrack is three. It's awesome. I love those fucking LFOs on that thing. Yeah, and the designer for the LFOs, that thing's fun too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the LXR, if you had any unused LFOs on other channels, you could just assign them to a different channel. Oh, so wow. you could essentially yeah. have wow. one channel with like, you know, eight LFOs. You know yeah, what I mean? If, yeah. you, wow. if you wanted. Oh, yeah, that thing, <laughs> the LXR is awesome, man. I love that thing. It was like, yeah, it was like a machine drum on. Fucking steroids, dude. Yeah. It was, it was that's, cool. That's Still, the machine good. drum did the trigger out stuff like way better because it would let you set the gate length, which I don't think this does. And it was like, <laughs> that'd be cool. Robocopas and fucking Star Wars out of nowhere. Fuck yes, it would. <laughs> just out of nowhere, just popped in. Like, hey guys, why are your weapons old? <laughs> you know we have lasers now, right? Like <laughs> 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 so, my ice pick's gonna fuck up your laser. We have gun. a star that will kill planets, and you brought a pistol in here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that Geiger counter module? Oh, I've seen w that. I've never played it. WMD one? No, I'm sorry. No, not like the Geiger counter module, but it's like built off of the... Actual Geiger counter? Wow, yeah, no, my I friend has one of those. Like an actual Geiger counter. It's fucking cool sounding, too. Yeah, it like generates random events based on like... Radio Is it like uh, one of those Geiski 
like crazy it's ones where they like but it's similar to that yes yeah, so it has okay. like the big fucking rod on the front yeah so like it's like it's kind of that. an impractical module oh yeah really. absolutely okay. but pretty gimmicky boutique yeah that you start I, getting I, I all sorts of say, not gimmicky but yeah <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> early warning system looked at Tristan this, this is not part of the performance we all have to leave yeah, <laughs> no, you gotta go fusion too they're making progress with fusion that's yeah. cool yeah <laughs> Go fusion. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Fucking science time, Nick. This is now Beacon's world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sequencing. I don't know. I like sequencing with the modular, just because I'm getting more into like percussion in the modular. You know what I mean? And I guess you could do that all with the Octatrack, but you wouldn't have the probability stuff, especially in the modular, because you don't even have to use that to like just trigger your percussion. You can use probability gates to do your envelopes or you know any mm. reset shit you know what i mean you yeah. can start getting really crazy polyrhythmic shit there's probably ways around that too as well right so do that type of stuff We're using that still in there you know you're sequencing just the main pattern and if you point midi into it you could do it in the octa track and it also does this track length stuff which can get pretty pretty intense and polyrhythmic when i got that very good. I was like, oh, I'll never be able to, I don't have this many things to trigger. And as no, it was like immediately every output was used <laughs> up because like resets on LFOs and exactly. envelopes, like all that shit. Yeah. Goes quick. I was using most of the channels live and I don't even have like any drum modules in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was just using it to generate events and resets and goofy shit. Yeah, no, I, I feel like you should have at least one CV sequencer in there eventually. Yeah, no, no, cool like stuff. a one for sure. It does CV too, like it has two channels for note. But that's the other thing too, like you can have those two CV channels like doing their own thing or you can tie them to one of the gate channels that are doing some crazy probabilistic shit or repeats or whatever, so. Has there been anything coming out where you can do like modular doing quad stuff, quad sound? Yeah. Outputs to help do with that yet? That's what I'm working for for Synoptic 9. In our future show, we're going to do like, like a quad, quad phasing. Quad set. Like it's a just quad mixer things. with CV, I think. Well, there's a new Keith McMillan mixer my friends worked on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the new one. I haven't checked it out yet, though, but I want to see what that's all about. I have the Q Neo and the Q Nexus. I had both of those. Mm. But I think they just came out with a mixer from Brian that's part of Catabatic. He worked, helped work on that, engineered that. Nice. Yeah. That has possibilities, but, but yeah, I'd like to do more quad stuff modular somehow to do things and rotary knob to swirl things around or something like that's what I've been looking for. The planner can kinda yeah. kinda do that, yeah. Yeah. Like Bukla can they have some quad stuff that's part of that system. Definitely some Euro modules that I'm missing that can do that. I there think. I'm trying to remember there was an IntelliGel filter that could do that. Hmm. It was really? weird. Like it would output C V the Doctor Oc Doctor Oc. Oh okay. Oh yeah it does the quadrature shit. Yeah. Sample slicer. I like the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah. 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 Sample slicer. I dug that for a minute. I no longer have it, but I miss it. You, you think you're still going to be using it once you get your bed box? I think so. Right on. I think it will be, it'll be cool together. Because it's it? got its own sound type thing. I, it would be nice if they made like a CD quality one. But mm -hmm. I like how you can window and it crossfades the little slices so you can scan through those. Absolutely. That's, that's fun. What is the quality on it? Uh, like... I want to say like 12 bit 22 yeah, kilohertz. Yeah, 12 bit, if I recall. That's yeah. usable. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it sounds good enough. <coughs> As like I was discussing with Morgan, um, it's really a lot better on like full frequency. You like sort of sample external stuff in, but I think it just needs like a full sound. If you just sample bass into it, it'll be super aliased. Because yeah. um, there's no like anti-aliasing. Right, which you could use as an effect if you. Yeah. Yeah. And they tell you like if you want the aliasing going, just 
blow past filter it before you send mm -hmm. the signal in. Yeah, first thing I did when I had that was send an amen break to it from the computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just started chopping the fuck out of it. Kind of works see. really well. But yeah. <laughs> and it's one thing I always liked was, you know, the Rex player just chopping a beat. It's mm. cool to have something in your modular that can live record, you know, some crazy shit you got going on and then just slice the fuck out of it and trigger the slices and how, you know, the length of those slices yeah, will be a CV. It's pretty... Pretty fucking That's fun. One thing I'd like in a new Octatrack transient detection slicing, yeah. like recycle yeah. style. It's crazy how there isn't much that has topped recycle. Yeah, yeah. in still, that regard, yeah. like that shit's what, like fifteen year old? No, yeah, like, at least. Yeah. Yeah. it's still like the de facto slicer. Yeah. Remember, I bought a shitty, shitty Akai S two thousand rack mount sampler that didn't fucking work very well, <laughs> just so I could hook recycle up to it because you know, Aphex Twin did it too. <laughs> no, I was sixteen. <laughs> what were you doing with it? like just sending like note data per slice or something yeah that's cool. pretty much right you could like there was a program where you could yeah it would hook up over SCSI via recycle so it was really fast at the time like 90s to get shit over there without MIDI sample dump which takes forever so I had horrible zip drive hell hooked up to it um zip drive I don't miss that shit <laughs> <laughs> now you you got your sample slicer as a kid right yeah, and you said it's it easy because like as fuck to build. All the SMD stuff was done. You just put the jacks and the LEDs on it. That's awesome. Yeah, it took yeah. like literally under an hour to build it. I might have to get another one then. This kit format, Trash Masher is <laughs> the coolest new shit I got recently. I like it. It's pretty much the only other filter I got now besides from the Polaris right now. Oh, and, Pol Polaris is. Polaris yeah, you got three of them up there, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I mentioned in a previous episode, I always wanted to get a fourth, but. No, I guess I don't need to. Like, I got the Trash Master, and that kind of... It's got a lot of character, you know what I mean? It does everything that the Polaris, like, kind of doesn't do, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it can get pretty unique with the tone shaping and the distortions. The filter itself is only a bandpass. It's more like a mangler than, like, a filter. They're normal together, like the filter input and the distortion input, so you can have both, you know going in and out separately oh, okay. so if you want something filtered and one thing distorted oh, nice. you can do that or if you want your distortion post filter or pre-filter it all just depends on how you patch it in there oh so it's actually like which one you patch it into not like yeah. switches like there's an x here the top is the filter the bottom is the oh, distortion nice. so a lot of functionality built in there the, the drive has like different tone models like one's based on like the tube screamer and all that shit it's got a high pass filter built into the distortion circuit so like even if you're not oh, nice you know even if you're not yeah. messing with the bandpass you can still activate like the high pass mode on the distortion stage scoop out some of that growliness you know yeah. i mean if you're going for like a nice high-end fuzz just using it all weekend usually at max gain settings you know, <laughs> just using it to fuck shit up i had it like in a feedback patch going to the frequency of the filter so like even though i was manually tweaking frequency of it, it was also being fed back into itself, which was see being giving it a little motion, you know. One thing I definitely learned this year is feedback patching from you. I do it all the time now. Because every time, like, how the fuck did you get that sound? And you'd be like, oh, it's feedback, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, why don't I do that shit? Now I do a lot. That's, that's one reason why I got so hooked on the modular shit, dude, because every time I'd go back to, like, messing with something in software, I'd be like, I really wish I could feedback this right now. You know, like, I don't know. It's just something that uh, took to 
like immediately when I started fucking with this shit and it's just like one way how I base on if I want to keep a model or not you right. know? like can I feedback this thing yeah. and get something I like out of it but I just I really love how it just can really hang on I like things that hang on that edge like that mm-hmm. where you gotta be careful or it's gonna that can, right on the ledge there apart. falling into utter chaos or instability or something yeah, yeah absolutely so you can get a lot of like almost circuit bent type results out of things that uh, mm-hmm. are otherwise pretty stable yeah you know what I mean it's like yeah I was doing all kinds of feedback shit last night like I had the herb verb feeding back into itself doing some weird shit like the feedback <laughs> path doing some modulation like going to some of the different uh, CV inputs I had um, all the filters were feeding back into itself like one trick I usually do with the players is I always use the malt outputs for the most part but I also patch like the low pass into FM1 and just like give it a little little touch of feedback there, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean yeah. on the frequency and just goofy shit like that I don't know you can make a clean filter a lot more absolutely uh, flavorful yeah. Like the Schwam and that MMF one, I almost have to do that stuff now because that thing is polite as fuck. It's like it's really good on like full program material. I like it for ambient stuff more. I would never run like a lead through it. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's so subtle. Yeah, that's one reason why I like the mutable blind so much. Is it because uh, mm. you can you can invert your feedback path with it and attenuate at the same time. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and all that shit. So you can crucial module. I feel like for a lot. Of- Feedback passion. Yeah, I can't remember. I had some other feedback. Oh, braids. I had it feeding back into itself for FM. I just, I like feedback. <laughs> you know, bring shit a lot. But yeah, in a live environment, it can also make your patch go to shit real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to sound check like every, everything that I had going on every time just to make sure. Cause just into traveling, like, you know, if the knobs, the attenuation knobs or something got moved a little bit, then everything gets fucked up. But, oh yeah, this was new too. I forgot to mention this. Not too exciting. It's just another noise engineering module. It's a VCA slash envelope. I think it was the 909. He fashioned it off of the VCA on the 909 symbols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't close like a typical circuit. It kind of like chokes the signal. And then, like, so you get, like, this weird aliasing as, like, the en- the envelope, or the VCA, rather, is closing. Hmm. And you can control that VCA with the built-in envelope, sending, uh, like, the screechy feedback shit I had through it, just because the alias is nice. Yeah, I'm starting to get a lot of noise engineering shit <laughs> out of nowhere. But, yeah, I was doing a lot of, like, no input shit hmm. also. Like, even the herb verb, I had it on, like, the edge of self-oscillating and shit, and had nothing running into it except for itself. And I would mix in and out of itself so he's just like self-oscillating here and then sometimes routing out routing into itself and like going crazy and oh. shit but i wasn't using it as an effect because i always like that aspect of it but i didn't uh like it too much as an effect you know so yeah. i was like fuck it i'm gonna get it again but this time just use it as like its own standalone instrument and not necessarily an effect on anything else <laughs> did we mention sean was with us <laughs> i think we did, did we? yeah sean yeah, mention so. okay only his, physical, only his here. physical form right now. <laughs> <laughs> his spirit is elsewhere. Yeah. Traveling the planes. Still, still laying on the couch. My sleeping bag. Projection skills are getting much better. <laughs> We're here with Sean Dementia's simulacrum. <laughs> Special guest. Did you hear the new Dr. Octagon? There's a new one? Yeah. I need to hear this. Oh, I heard about that. I haven't heard it yet. I enjoyed it. I remember the original was, yeah. I love that. He's amazing. It's been popping up a lot recently for us. 
They have blue flowers. Half yeah. alligator, shark, half man. He's <laughs> <laughs> so is unique. amazing. Yeah, it's so amazing. Nobody like that, dude. Seriously. Yeah. End of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it out on a high note. <laughs>